Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome. It's so amazing to be here. It is, and um, I... Looking forward to it. Like I have to tell you, because I did the special last night, and Katie yes, came. Yes, and it's done. Oh it's my gosh! Done, and now I can focus on Lady Journey. Yes, and nesting. It was a it, it was a weight off. It was so it went so well. Your special taping went so well. I thank God I got there so late. I was like, if I have to stand, I'm gonna lose my shit. I yeah. hate standing at shows. Oh, I, if you wanted to hang out in the green room, I would have totally been like, you can just hang out in there and look oh at your phone. Oh my gosh! No, taking I, a nap. <laughs> That's so kind of you. That's so kind of you. No, I wanted, I got the perfect seat. I was all the way in the back in the corner. They added a chair for me and I was just sitting there in the dark on the side. And I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. It was, it was a dream and it went so well. I was, um, the audience response was great. I love how they participated on the pickups. They, oh my gosh. That's the thing about, I think, shooting a special. You're like, oh, you don't need to do two shows. No, because uh, the last time I did two shows, the first one was great. And then the second one, you're like, all right, I guess this is yeah. an open mic. Yes. And we're ending on a low point. <laughs> one show. Get it all out. It is what it is. And then I there was a few lines that were unclear to, when to get into the joke. But then doing the pickup, you're like, how inauthentic to be. So <laughs> have you guys been watching? <laughs> yeah, but you were so funny. You you have a quality about you, um, which I think some comedians have this quality very strongly and some comedians just don't have it at all. I think it's so valuable. But like you're actually a funny person if you take away like you strip away everything you're like a bit of a character (laughs) and so you brought that fun and funny kind of like you know interesting energy to the stage where you're like well this is weird yeah like yeah like to have an awareness of it and be like well we're kind of acting right now like everyone (laughs) is acting to get the audience acting like some of them had to do like okay not too much laughter here because it's not (laughs) well the audience was not taking direction that well because there was a point where we were supposed to laugh into an applause break uh, because there were many applause breaks but it wasn't that like it was you know like a couple people starting it and then it wouldn't catch on until later and it was weird and taking too long yeah Yeah. but uh, so people were just going straight into the applause break and I was like no We had to do it again. I was like, ha, 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 ha. And then, you know, starting the clap. So I will say that I, it was clear some of us had training. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Katie's been on succession. Yes. Uh, uh, thank you. It's my credit. Well, it is just funny because it make, when you're doing that, you're like, it, it was laughing to be like, what if I just ate it? Yes. That like, was hysterical. Every joke never landed. And I'm like, okay, time to act, audience. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are a part of the special. We're all acting. But now I'm looking forward to, which will probably lead into our our topic, topic yeah, of uh, soft living, soft living, and you're at a point where, like, I mean, when I saw you on stage last night, I was like, it's you, big. You have gotten so pregnant, even since I saw you last week. He's estimated to be at eight pounds 12 ounces wow i mean it's which wild. is insane he's in there right now he's like curved his head's down here and then his spine goes here and then his feet 
koala way over here. That's a big baby. It's almost where you're like, can he just come out now? Yeah. Like, what's he doing in there for two weeks? (laughs) He's just hanging out like a deadbeat roommate. You're like, you're paid to the first son. You need to move. It's time to go. That's how I feel like he's cooked. If I feel like if they w- make a certain weight class, they should just come out. Right? Like six pounds. Yeah. You know, they're good to, to go. Push out a nine pound baby. Get out of here. My gosh. Yeah. I can't wait for you, though. I'm really excited about, you know, kind of your journey of like slowing down and prioritizing the baby. I think it's going to and I can't wait to come over and see and hold the baby. I will yes. take a turn holding him. Although <laughs> infants are terrifying when they're like so tiny. You're like, yeah. They're like, oh, support a snack. You're like, yeah. I'm trying. It's like, I'm supporting it too much. Just snapping off and falling <laughs> off. Yeah. The whole time you're like, oh no. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. I've always been that way with other people. Like, I've never been a person that's like, I like holding babies, but I don't want to hold other people's babies because I don't know what the comfort level is. And I also love to smother. Yes. And I'm not going to smother someone else's kid. I know. You're like holding it it. like, (laughs) is this okay? When you want to like put your face on the baby. Well, we've hung out with friends that like uh, go and pick up someone they just met's kid. And be like putting their face, kissing the baby. You're like, that's, you don't know them. And they don't know you and you're like that is such odd behavior just a little mouth kiss for the baby (laughs) that's how people get cold sores you get them when your babies from other people like kissing on you (laughs) especially comics (laughs) yeah cold sore heaven do not believe uh, do not leave your comic your baby around a comic that's all i have to say well like it's i just think Either they'll be molested or they'll be molested by the comic telling them their shitty act. Like, yes. Hey, baby, I have, a, I have a joke. Your baby's like, no, that was wrong. Yeah. Or your baby's just getting roasted and you're like, well, he's not ready for this. Yeah. Don't do act outs to him. <laughs> he doesn't like it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Just nervous. I used to get nervous about. I think because I'll get to smother my own kids. So yes, I get to that's gonna be establish my own weird boundaries. Oh, yes. Game. Oh, my gosh. Or do you think you're going to sleep with him in the bed? Um, That one always makes me nervous, but we're going to have a little bassinet next to the oh, that's bed. That's good. Yeah. You can hold his they, hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just touch his stomach to make sure he's breathing. Because yeah, I think yeah. that's like the thing you get worried about like every moment you're like is is he alive like you think they're just dying the whole time yeah that's scary but we don't have to think about that now (laughs) no and then I also worry about like how tight do you swaddle the baby I think you're supposed to swaddle them really tight I know but isn't that psychotic like I would have a panic attack if somebody swaddled me that tight right now it is they can't move so yeah these are the things that I don't know anything about and I'm not researching yeah well we'll <laughs> we'll be looking to TikTok for answers. Um, well, I want to do the stone dedication. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Because I got a new phone and erased everything, I now I, I have a great iPhone 15. And which it's pink. It's pink. I could not wait for them to get the at Verizon, so I went to Best Buy where they fucked me, as I knew they would, it's but they had all the iPhones. There. The, vibe, the vibe there is why, why? Why are you asking a question? It's quiet. It's, have yeah. you ever noticed that? Like, Or maybe in... And outside of New York, the Best Buys are quiet. They used to be could hear a pin drop. Yeah. Could hear a pin drop. Yeah. Because I think because the service has just been so consistently bad that like no one's going in there expecting help or respect. Yeah. How can you know so much about 
20 million products in your right, in your right. department. Mine was I just kept getting like a thousand more charges on there. I'm like, but why does it I'm like, why is it $75? They're like, oh, that's not supposed to be there. I'm like, oh, okay, so am I am is it on me? Yeah. To just go and all this stuff. It's crazy. No, I went uh, I kind of go through my bank account once a month and every now and then I'm like, wait. I have a subscription to this. <laughs> like, when yeah. did that happen? I don't happen? know what's going on in my life. Well, <laughs> can I tell you? I have no idea. Can I tell you what? This is so mortifying and also very lady journey. So what happened was I made a new code for my phone, for my new phone. And then I went to my old phone to enter the old code. And I could not remember my code. And I even keep doing it. Like when I get out my phone, I'll just do it absentmindedly. And then I'm like, I just did it. But what was it? I can't, I don't consciously know what the code is. I know, I know subconsciously the pattern with my thumb, but I have no idea what the numbers are. So I did the code on my iPhone wrong so many times that it got locked out to the point that I had to reset it. I lost every photo from the past five years. Aruba, Mike's 50th birthday, my family, it's all gone. Everything's gone. And, um, and also now, like, I don't have any presets set on here. I don't remember the code for any of my other apps, like my Starbucks app. Like, why would I know the code for that? I know. Uh, especially there's so many codes over, like, I have to keep track of them and I got a little notebook. That's what That's I need to do. Specifically yeah. for codes, but now they do face ID for on yeah. the phone. So I can get into my bank account on my phone, but I cannot tell you how to do it on the computer. No, it's the face ID. It fucked us. Yeah. It's completely <laughs> fucked us in the face. Um, but I want to do, I want to start out with the stone dedications. Now, l- let me just make a PSA because we, as you know, as you may know, we are going on a maternity leave um, for Lady Journey. So if after this point, if you have signed up for our Patreon, we will be doing a stone dedication, but we won't be doing it for a couple weeks because yes. we're backlogging stuff. So please be patient with us. We love you and we want to get to your stuff. You will not be ignored. You will. Yeah, we will never withhold information <laughs> from you. Full transparency. Full, yes, 100%. Um, when we did get new subscribers. We, we got a couple new. We got bumped. We got, what's when, that? Well, meaning like um, when I was doing our expenses for the month to oh, pay yeah. out, yes. I was like, oh, somebody got a $4 raise. Yes. <laughs> I know. I was feeling great about that. I was like, cup of coffee. <laughs> so thank you so much for all you do and the money that you give us. We're, dollar it, by dollar. It's so funny. You're like, oh, $20 more. But when you average it out and then divide it and then expenses, you're like, oh, I just... <laughs> Lex gets four dollars more this month. Congratulations. (laughs) I know. It does feel like you're kind of like begging on the side of the road, like, anyone have a penny? A penny will help. One penny will help. And it does. But this stone, I'm so excited. I actually have been meaning to debut this. This is one of my favorite um, pieces from my private collection. This is, it's actually a fossil. So it is technically a stone because it is surrounded in calcite. But this is a a blastoid. It's called a blastoid. And um, I got this when I was in Australia with my grandmother at a night art fair. 
And Ooh, uh, at, so night. I, at night, I've it, never it was, been to a night. Oh art my fair. gosh! It was it was right on the beach. We could see the sea. We had souvlaki together. Oh, that sounds oh, wonderful, it was delightful. And this was my souvenir from that trip. Um, so this is so cool because it's a fossil that it's no younger than at least two hundred and fifty million years old. Okay, how crazy is that? And like, it's in your apartment. Yeah, it's like you're holding it in your hand. This is going to be around for another two hundred and fifty million years. Like That's this can't I, be destroyed. I can't get over with like fossils. Like it's just a creature from like two hundred and fifty million years ago, and then it's on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> the, your moment has come. <laughs> it's like Joe Biden in a way, where it's like now you're, you're old. Like all that hard work paid off. It did. You finally, you finally made it. <laughs> I like this too because it makes me feel so young. I'm like, oh my god, late thirties, forties around the corner. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> we got an old bitty in here. But this blastoid is going to Nancy. Nancy, thank you so much for joining the Patreon. So a blastoid actually, because it is so old and rare, although I did find one for $65 on Amazon, I was like, should I take this on Antiques Roadshow? Yeah. But they, you can this? buy it. Yeah. <laughs> this is an antique from 250 million years ago. They're like, ma'am, that's a nut from the bottom of your purse. <laughs> ma'am, that's a nut. <laughs> It's an old oh, hazelnut. It's an old hazelnut. So, Nancy, to you. Blastoid. The blastoid. It it um, actually does have its own unique magical properties, which are peace, well-being, fueling growth, creativity, and optimism about life. Mm. Oh, behold, the blastoid. So, mm. Nancy, get out there. And things are looking up, okay? Hey, I gotta touch this. I love the name, the blastoid. I know. It feels so official. Like, um, have you seen my blastoid? <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone seen my blastoid? Where's my lucky blastoid? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, our next guest that we've had, we're so grateful that you joined the Patreon. This is for Caitlin. Caitlin, I've got my quartz generator crystal for you. How gorgeous is this? It's huge. A, a crystal like this, I think we may have talked about this. Like This can be a great psychological tool if you want to ground yourself in your life. Mm. Like Touching something like this has a proven benefit to bring you into the present moment if you're like spinning out in your mind yeah. or you're afraid of something. I feel like it's a good purse rock. It's a perfect purse rock. And now this is a purse rock. <laughs> this is a purse rock. This is a nut. Okay. Like this is gonna branding. This, you know what it is. Yeah. Okay. If your friend puts your hand in there, she's like, okay, Caitlin's on a journey. <laughs> we get it. Um, now this quartz crystal attracts positivity and it helps clear the mind. Oh, uh, so I, I want to make sense because it's clear. It's clear. I wanted to do like a theme today of optimism because that's what I'm working on bringing into my life with my soft living. Yes. Sometimes you don't not. I'm talking general you. Yes. Not like yeah. this is your intervention. Sometimes <laughs> you don't realize how negative you are, Katie. No. I, well, <laughs> and it is true. <laughs> Well, I feel like I've been complaining to my partner around the apartment lately. I've been putting a lot of energy, negative energy in terms of like, I'm worried, I'm scared, I'm anxious. And it's like not good for the relationship. It and is. But then you're like, where do I put that? Where do I put and it? I want to put it on their shoulders. I, I want to put everything on him <laughs> and have him cater he to me. He works out. He can handle it. He can handle it. He should cater to me. Yes. Uh, but I've been I was thinking, you know, I was thinking like 
I'm overworking. I'm overdoing it with myself. That's my pattern here, right? Like I'm always like overworking, overdoing it. But it's because that's an area of comfort for me. Yeah. It's in my comfort zone. I also feel like we come from the era, I feel like, in the 80s of the no pain, no gain. Yes, like it's the hustle culture mentality. And once you get stuck in that hustle culture, it's like now we're doing a series of like micro shifts to like try to move ourselves towards like not working to the brink of exhaustion. Yeah, like I, because I, I am a big procrastinator, but mm-hmm. over the time, especially with bigger projects, I feel like I've gotten better about like, doing it two months out yes and planning yeah Yeah. planning is a new thing to me planning oh my god I love it like I've you know I when the backdrop that I can't keep stop mentioning about yes and prouder than anything (laughs) the backdrop and I may I say it was stunning it popped it popped and it also had a cohesiveness with the space your outfit and the tone of the material and I don't think that you would have arrived at that if you had not been planning it for two months yeah because usually it's just like show up do your jokes and you're like it's I just want it to be me and this time around you're like I think it'd be more fun to create it as a project yeah but it was the mindset is like I did start it or within two months out wrote a to-do list of everything I needed to do and then as any time that I was able to sit down here and work I would do it I'd had I had three to-do lists going on Mm -hmm. so I would do anytime I couldn't do anything from the other to-do list I would do something from this one and so over two months, I just did a little bit every day and it was less overwhelming. That's so great. And it, you do have this mindset of like, is it a good project if it caused me no anguish? Yes. <laughs> I know. There was no point that I was wanting to jump off a bridge. So did I even do anything? Yeah. And there was no moment like I especially like making the backdrop, like I gave myself enough time Mm -hmm. to, if it didn't work out, I could do a backup plan. That's great. Yeah. And where in the past it would be hours before that I'm gluing stuff. Yeah. And it's wet and moist and, you know, like humid or something. (laughs) It's falling apart. Yeah. You're in a panic. But you almost I'm get, taking it personally. Yeah, yeah you're as like, an attack why from is the God universe. Doing this? <laughs> if only I was prettier, this would have never happened to me. That's where my mind always goes. But I think that because we were kind of involved, people in our generations, like we were involved in this hustle culture for so long that you get into what is actually comfortable for you is existing in this state of stress. Yeah. So so even if you're like, oh, well, I'll plan a little bit. And, you know, you like doing that, you end up not sticking to it sometimes or one, you know, I'm not saying you, but like I end up not sticking to it sometimes because it feels like, oh, well, nothing's even happening. And it kind of feels uncomfortable to have it drawn out in like working in five minute increments over a period of two yeah, months. Yeah, you're like, I don't see results. Yeah, I, yeah. Not, I don't see results because I'm not stressed out and now I'm feeling calm, but it, because it's uncomfortable to me, it's now terror. Yes, but I think that also... I feel like that came with age. Yeah. Be, I'm a huge procrastinator. Yeah. And I had to accept, my therapist was like, you just have to accept that's who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to study your set list. Yeah. yeah. You're just going to have to memorize it by muscle memory by doing it more. You have to work around your tendencies. Yes, yeah. your weaknesses. And that was one. So I feel like only now 
in my 40s, I've realized what I need to do that works for my kind of oh, personality trait. We're all still growing. But soft living is, I think that's like the new trend of like, I think also as you get older, uh, you realize that sometimes ambition doesn't make you happy. Right. Yeah. It's um, then when you reach those goals, like you're like, now what? That you're you like, just it's have not another that goal important. immediately. Yeah, where yeah. I feel like once you hit a certain age, you're like, you know, there is nothing wrong with just like, what if I just want to be at work in a florist or a flower yeah. shop or your power washer? Yeah, <laughs> power washing in Tampa. <laughs> Throwback, if you know, you know. Um, well, I think there's a lot of evidence too that like we all think like, okay, once I get to this certain, you know, if you're like an ambitious person, you're caught up in the hustle culture. You think like once I get to a certain level, then things will click into place for me and I'll be able to relax. But because of the way your mind works, and I've done that, like I've gotten to the level where I was like, oh, I'll be able to relax. But it, that's actually an illusion because of the way your mind works. And when, yeah. you're, when you're addicted to living in chaos and struggle and you're always struggling towards something, you won't be able to relax just because you've hit a certain achievement because relaxing, again, is not in your zone of comfort. Oh, yeah. And also, like, even in the higher level, so you have the same problems, but they're even really bigger. Like, yeah, we have friends that, you know, that are doing like Madison Square Garden. I was stressing out to sell tickets for 50. Yeah. They have to do like 20,000 or something ridiculous or 50,000 that you're just like, I can't handle that. Running a little light. <laughs> Get your tickets now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think, too, like we have because of the hustle culture that like the myth of hustle hustle culture is that like if you kind of grind yourself down to the point that you're only working, you're not seeing your friends, you're just completing like a list of tasks over and over, which is addictive because you're like really living on these endorphins. If you keep doing that, then you'll get somewhere. You'll actually be able to achieve the goals. But it's like you can also actually achieve and move towards the direction of your goals when you're not living in a state of stress all the time. Yeah, it's just um, maybe takes you a little longer to get there. And then also, like, I don't think extreme amount of success is for everybody. Like, I'm yeah. especially I'm talking for myself, like the idea of like me trying to be selling out Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. is just diarrhea inducing yeah (laughs) meaning like I you know there's times when I would be at the stand and couldn't get the side pocket to shut the fuck up right and you're like that's a room of a hundred can you how do you at that point like am I really connecting with an audience of like 50,000 right right and but and that's not what I like yes yeah yeah I, think I want us to hang out right you get caught up into this like other people telling you what the most important thing is right where they're like Madison Square Garden like that's it and it's like oh I guess now I'm running towards this yes but that may not even be the most important thing for me because I'm completely out of touch with myself because I'm always like at like 20 percent killing myself running around well it's like I don't need 
to have a holiday home in the Hamptons. Yeah. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm shopping for one. Well, I think, I do think, because I've been watching, like, of course, the soft trend is on TikTok, you know, and I've seen, like, a lot of people talking about, like, their own personal goals. Like, okay, I shift, I made this shift away from hard living and I've actually become more successful because I'm, I'm not feeling depleted energetically. I'm, I'm not feeling like, you know, like, I think an example of hard living, like one girl gave, she was like going to hit classes five days a week and just killing herself to get out the door and get to the gym. And then she, she, when she made the conscious shift, she shifted over to Pilates and now she's like, I'm in better shape. I've lost weight, Yeah, Um, which, you know, not, not necessarily always the goal, but like, she's like, I move my body every day because I love doing Pilates and it feels like a fun thing for me. Yes. Because I've been in that same state where I was enjoying, I did enjoy running five days a week, but then I got massive plantar fasciitis, which really hurt. And then sciatic. And then you're like, this is too much. And then honestly, I felt like I was seeing now the same results by doing the three mile walk. Yeah. And then maybe light weight lifting and some stretching. Yeah. See, isn't that, isn't that what it's all about? Like, yeah, just not killing yourself for nothing. Yeah. That's what it feels like the hustle culture, like hustle culture, maybe it can work for you to get you ahead for like five years. But I think maybe if you do that beyond, then it just becomes actively detrimental to you. Or it's like, you show up at a show. Like I had times where I would be like working, 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 writing, 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 show up, show up at my show exhausted. Uh, You just go into I call it auto zone yeah in the zone auto <laughs> zone yeah where you're like I don't I just know this from muscle memory and yeah just plowing through my set and yeah. I don't care because I'm so tired <laughs> and meanwhile I just like go home yeah you, yeah you're just like so ground down that you're not like doing well you're kind of just doing mediocre in your entire life because you never allow yourself to have that rest yeah where you know sometimes maybe with the soft living maybe with stand up you're like okay I can only do maybe four of the local mics like grow. Cause I'm just thinking for myself after the baby that you're like, I bet you I could turn overturn more material that way than yeah. when I am excited to get big paid spots at the comedy clubs on the weekend. But I end up doing the same 20 for the last six months. Yes. You have to think. And that's what they say that moms actually, when you become a mom, you get like, you get this innate ability to like prioritize your life well. And they're like, if, if you want to see somebody that's working efficiently, like look to a mom. Cause they're like, I have 45 minutes. I have to get eight things done and I will do it. Well, that's what I was telling Joe. Like, uh, not that the reason to have a baby is to help me get up early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, I cannot sleep in. <laughs> Someone's life is at risk. <laughs> I will go to jail. Um, but I'm like, you know, I can totally see this benefiting me mm-hmm. better than my life beforehand. Than running around. Yeah. Well, yeah. I so as as you know, I've been obsessed with this book. This book is changing my life. The Mountain is You. It's all about I, I, I've been talking about this for several weeks now, but it's all about um, zeroing in on the the like mechanisms in your brain that cause self-sabotage and getting out of your comfort zone to try to realign yourself into like a more healthier state. And the author talks about a big thing to do is like, really, you're never going to have this moment, which we're all like waiting and hoping for. You're like, I need a breakthrough. I just need a big breakthrough. Like, or, you know, after 
New Year's, there's always that pressure of like, I got to turn my life around. I mean, going to the mics or the gym right the first day after New Year's is... It's the most depressing thing. It's like everyone's just like, we're like, we today's the day that I fix everything. But she's like, you'll never be able to do that because your mind doesn't work in that way. And it's very, it's actually very difficult for you to change because you have to develop, you have to have this adjustment to a different comfort zone. And you can actually really like upset yourself. You'll get like adjustment shock by being like, okay, starting today, I'm, I'm only eating my exact diet and nothing else. You know, it's like, then by the end of the third day, you're like, I'm, I'm in a prison. Well, it's never worked out. And I feel like it's very similar of like anyone that's dealing with kind of like addiction issues being like, I think it's just a better mindset to just be like, let's see how tomorrow goes. Like, I can yeah. just try not to drink for tomorrow. Yes, focus rather on... Rather than like... Yeah. I Give myself a year, and if my life doesn't improve... Yeah, it's over. Because <laughs> you're yeah. like, the sad part, when you quit drinking, your life sometimes doesn't improve. Right, right. And then, so then you're in for like a huge downfall, which creates a bigger relapse, or you're in yeah. a worse position than you were before. Yeah, you're and- like, I <laughs> well, Surprise. the universe wants me to drink because it's yeah. killed everyone in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so her big thing is that you're supposed to focus on like micro shifts, right? Okay. Like if you want to be like a healthier person, you don't or like if you want to eat better, for example, let's start with that. Like very simple. Like you're you should never start out a day being like, OK, which is what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah. I, I will only eat healthy today. And then, you know, by the fifth day, you're like burnt out. Yes. You should just do a micro shift. Just focus. Focus on incorporating one micro shift a day of like, I'm going to have extra vegetables at dinner. I need some greens. Yeah. Having greens at dinner. Like that's as easy as it needs to be. And I think like when we try to change our lives, we get caught up in this. It's the hustle culture mentality again of like everything needs to be perfect starting now. And if it's not, then, you know, then you're setting yourself up for this massive failure. And then you can engage in all of your fun, self-defeating behaviors. Well, yeah, that's like um, when you do a diet and then you start off great during the day and then the last (laughs) minute you break and eat like a tub of ice cream and you're like well shit if I didn't have the diet I would have done this ice cream probably earlier yeah and I would have burned off some of the calories instead of it being the last thing I eat before bed yeah have the ice cream have the ice cream just have vegetables yeah have an extra have one do one thing do one thing so I'm trying to like micro shift my life away from living in a chronic state of stress and that's you know that was really what this whole podcast was about for me of like going on this journey now I'm creating a story where I'm like I've been on a secret (laughs) journey I've been on a secret journey this whole time didn't want to tell you guys. <laughs> I've never mentioned it. <laughs> but I, w- one of the reasons I was so intrigued to do this podcast, it's because we do focus on like, ho- like homemaking and like lifestyle and living in a way that's like, both authentic and um, not, you know, but then we monetized it. So yes. now it's, now it's become something, it's become its own monster. Um, but I'm trying to do like some micro shifts for me into softer living. Like one thing I did, I did start doing therapy. So that was a good, a micro shift of being like, okay, once a week, I'm just going to do this for a little while. Yes. Well, that's another thing of like, sometimes 
uh, like the focusing on one thing allows everything else to fall into place. Yeah, yeah. Focusing yeah. on one thing too, just being like, okay, for right now, it's just me making sure I go to the therapy once a month or w- once a month. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's not really working. I'm once just going a week, tune up. Yeah, like once a week at the same time, and then it's like once you get that down, then you're like, okay, like what's my next shift? Yeah. Well, that was like a big part, even in sobriety, of like your only thing you have to worry about is just like staying sober Mm -hmm. but then it wasn't until one day it was like several months later that I understood instead of like you know it wasn't like I was getting promotions or like moving up the ladder of comedy or anything but I was able to do a million things in one day Mm -hmm. that I feel like that is part of like the soft living of you just like if you're just focusing on one thing inadvertently you will do one thing more than one thing. Yeah. Like they say that with, if you're having a hard time initiating running, just go for a walk. Yes. Micro shift it into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, if like, uh, I always try it nowadays, instead of doing a to-do list where I have to do all of it. Yeah. I just choose my number one thing to, this is what I'm only doing and anything else after that is bonus. I love that. That's something I'm struggling with too. Yeah. I'm, I would make to-do lists and then I'm like, you know, granted I do have a lot to do, but it's like you get, you get in this, a kind of mental state where it's like, you're just adding stuff to the to-do list. And then before you know it, you're kind of run down and you can't really think and prioritize. Then you're just adding more stuff that has no, <laughs> you're like, and I need yeah. to organize my socks. <laughs> like I went through my phone and organized all my photos into, photo albums and then now I don't even have any of those anymore so where was that six hours and that was something I did on a to-do list but yeah I saw another thing on TikTok that was like just pick three things pick three things yeah the night before like create a bedtime ritual where like you're like okay tomorrow I'm gonna do this this and this and stick to it and set boundaries yeah and also like give yourself the permission like I noticed I was really tired last week and I was like I think I just I may need to just lay down until I'm not tired yeah go take a nap take a nap like well that's like the thing what is it if you're hungry and you know, hangry, hangry, horny. What is the one I seen this a lot too. If you think the world hates you, your eat or something eat, like yeah, that. Yes. If you're mad at if everybody, you hate everybody sleep, sleep. Yeah. I'm probably getting it. And wrong. if you hate yourself, then you need to do, I forget what that one was. <laughs> I like we're dispensing. We have bits of info. We don't have the whole story. Just look it up. Look it up. It's a thing. And I do believe it because that is another thing. You know, some you think about like you want to write that email. Yeah. And then you're like, maybe if I just took a nap. Go to bed, bitch. Go to bed, bitch. <laughs> I, have I a, forgot I have, about go yeah. to bed, bitch. Oh, my God. It, we will have merch one yeah, day. Yeah, one day. I have a thing where like I, I will go on a vacation or something and then I come back and I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. And then I just immediately start running myself into the ground again by doing all the work. But then I realize like I'm hoping <laughs> and I think maybe soft living, maybe if you are in a competitive or an intense industry, maybe it's not something you can sustain over long 
long period of time, but maybe having a, when you get more downtime, having a season of softer living that you're like, I need to take time for myself so I can just feel relaxed and okay all the time and not exhausted every day. And then just kind of operating on that and wondering why nothing's really ever working out. Yeah. Not that that's the case, but you know, you get in like a bad, like when I was, did I tell you about my breakdown that I had when I was in, um, Colorado? No. Well, I had one, but (laughs) (laughs) it was just like day after day of like, you know, going on the road, going to a different place, being in the car, like you just get so run down. And then on top of that, like the mountain air was brutal. And you got to deal with people. Yeah, like after the show, like after the show, like chatting it. uh, Oh, hi. Are you unstable and about to project it on me? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, of course, usually people are very nice. But even doing like any type of meet and greet after the show, which I always do, because I think it's it's good for the venue. It's nice. It's so draining. Um, You know, and then also like dealing with other comics that you don't know. Like I was in a festival where I was just meeting a ton of people. And by the this the last day that I was in Denver, I was was just having a full-on breakdown because I was like, I can't do this anymore. Well, I would get in those moments because I feel like if I hit that ground running like that, mm-hmm. um, then I should, this should really help my career. Right, right, right. And, and then like then, you're coming to the end of it and you're like, I think I made $400. <laughs> and realize that it wasn't, nothing's happened. Nobody noticed. And then like, then you just find out from your peers that they're just like, uh, uh, sleep till two, watch TV, right. show up to the gig. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm like writing. I'm like, I gotta crank out a new bit. <laughs> Today's my day. <laughs> but they're just like, kind of like jerking off on stage and killing it. And then you're like, oh, I should just kind of have more fun yeah, rather than like- the idea of like, hitting the pavement right and i think it's like a woman thing too because as women we're like sent this message that like work harder work harder like your value is in like how hard you work and like what you can do but at a certain point like like i realized to myself like despite the fact that i was in a challenging setting you know like with like tr- like car driving is very exhausting because you're like your body's like going back and forth yeah, and, and whatever like alert. if i had been in the mindset that like if i don't take care of myself properly during this trip I will probably have a breakdown that's going to continue into my next trip yes that's going to continue into when I come back and have a ton of shit to do if I had been like okay like where can I build some time in here that I'm going to rest myself instead of just assuming that like uh, like I'm like everything's fine everything's going to be fine and then the breakdown is like looming and I never see it you know I'm like oh that's weird (laughs) I I guess I can't stop crying (laughs) I'm fine and then just like pushing it down further well it's just like I you know I I did a little run a few years ago and it was just one of those things where you're like this is not worth it not worth it this is not bringing me to the next level yeah yeah and it's you just realize like you don't have to do that and then also what's weird like especially in corporate world even when you work hard, all you are, you're rewarded with more work. Why? The, yeah. The person that is just soft living over there. They're having a great time. <laughs> they're having a great time. And they're yeah. getting paid the same. Yeah. Bare with, minimum. Bare minimum. Out the work. Because I remember that with a, my friends who dating, she, he's dating a therapist. And I was complaining about like this guy that I worked with at the property management place. And she's like, why don't you just do what he does? And I'm like, it was so 
revolutionary to me. Revolutionary. Yeah, you can was like, literally do the bare minimum and you can get away with it. And it, you can and yeah. you can also like so I so I read this article that was like um we you know it was like kind of a post hustle culture era um realization that we're all having is that like you of course like we were saying you think that if you hustle you're gonna get you're gonna achieve and that's gonna make you happy and that's why you're hustling. Um, yeah, but it's like a drug in a way. It's like a drug in a way, but they found that like actually happiness and what supports you projecting it yeah like supports you being able to like thrive in your work life is sleep rest and connection with other people it probably falls in line even though sometimes i'd never fully believed it but in the law like law of attraction yes it's like if you are feeling good and you're like emoting like a good healthy happy energy then you are going to people are going to be like hey she seems together yeah versus like you're like harebrained like crying yes making running into your spot <laughs> like a psycho running into work like i'm sorry i'm so busy it's like people are like whoa deborah yeah too much or just being like when you get to your spot and you just have negative energy like just this. oh great seven people here and it took me 45 minutes yeah it's like oh you should canceled you don't need to do that just cancel it <laughs> and i and as a person that has run a show i'd rather be like you know if you just don't want to be here and i'm feeling that i'd rather you not be here because you're ruining my mojo yeah, yeah yeah you have to yeah taking care of yourself is so important and also like prioritizing friendship i think like we we think like oh being friends with people is a luxury but it's actually having it's called social fitness yes and i didn't even ever actually realize that and i feel like i would i've neglected friendships in my life because thinking like this isn't going to help me get ahead because i should stay home and be like cranking out and doing my doing my work or whatever like getting to my job or like creating fear into my friends being like I'm I have to stay home I have to write and then they're <laughs> yeah. like should I be writing yeah sorry I'm like actually taking this seriously <laughs> and um, then in reality I'm just scrolling on my phone for yeah, hours crying isolating yourself <laughs> maybe just tweeted once but like I do because I remember having that a lot especially like in the mid years of New York when you started working a lot more there'd be times like every night I was going out especially like Friday Saturday night I would just walk by girls having dinner with oh. their friends and being like what's that like what is that like restaurant culture <laughs> eating at a restaurant at night is my greatest pleasure even on a weekend like it is. It feels so nice. And I feel like you end up maybe writing more that way than like staying at home trying yeah. to, you know, I say sometimes when you try to fo force art, you shart. You shart. And you do. <laughs> and you think you've got something really great and you're parading around and people are like, it's not right. It's, it's not forced. Right. And it's, then yeah. the joke that you came up with while you were hanging out with friends is more organic and funnier. Yes. It, effortless. Yes. Effortless. One thing I'm doing, one thing I'm like really trying to commit to, to go to a softer living, especially for this season, which I'm in town now. I was gone for like two months pretty much. So now I'm in town cutting back on caffeine that's something so like to recap like 
cutting back on caffeine, going to one cup a day. Yeah. Maybe switch to a chamomile. Allowing yourself to rest. Yeah. Like focusing, uh, like doing the therapy, focusing on the micro shift. Like what's something that you want to do that you haven't been letting yourself do that you know that you could that can make everything better? Like I'm going to start getting um like massages again. Yeah. I think like I'm going to go back to it. Um, It's. It is expensive. It's expensive, but it's like in the long run, it's my well-being. Yeah. I get that way too. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes it's just nice to like um, actually put money into your appearance. Yeah. Like, like let do, me go do something get for yourself or something. Yeah, yeah. Do something for yourself. And then also, you know, doing the micro shift of like, what, what am I working towards? What healthy habit am I trying to build? And just taking a tiny micro step towards it, drinking an extra glass of water in the day. Yeah. You did it. Well, I, I feel like now with the pregnancy, it's also made, I have to accept a lot of things because you're like, it's just the way it is and I can't force it. Like I don't sleep at night, but I find that taking maybe one or two naps during the day gets me what I need. The only thing I feel like I should be doing at night if I can't sleep, maybe watch TV. Yeah. Instead of like, wow. So you like this. Ugh, <laughs> causing Joe's stress being like this oh, I love to put it yeah it's like that's where we started putting it on to the other person if I can't sleep you can't sleep we're both awake with this baby but that's like I remember that early like somewhat early on in a relationship like I didn't realize how annoying it is to come in with negative energy like you come in say that you you're like I fucking took me an hour from union square to get to astoria yeah and you're throwing your bags down and then it's not until your partner goes to the same thing and comes into the house with that energy and you're like i'm trying to watch real housewives and i'm in my moment right now i was having a great time and now i'm like jolted because furniture is being pushed around and like i i have to deal with you i have to like emotionally support you regulate and then you're like oh that's exactly what i was doing it's so hard to not do that but you like can't you have to i I was doing it i'm like i have to stop because (laughs) but you want the other person to stop stop and like do therapy on you but then you have to do it to them and it's like that's codependency yeah you're like someone bumped into me (laughs) i need you i need you to celebrate me until i'm back on the right track I need yeah so reassurance annoying. or it's validation. So yeah, yeah, it's not fair to do it to your partner. No, well, it's called. I guess you just have to. That's why I feel like with soft learn or uh, living, it's like self regulating your emotions a little bit better. Yes, yes. When you're when you're taking care of yourself and you're prioritizing your own self care and you're not only prioritizing work. Yeah. Then, like, if somebody bumps into you when you're like rested and you've like eaten a meal and somebody bumps into you, you're like, oh. Oh. oh, blessings! <laughs> you know, someone's like, having a rough day, but yeah, not me. I hope they're. I, I wish you. I wish you well. Um, and then, like, you realize, like, oh, there are so many problems that are just being created by me thinking that s- sleeping five hours is healthy for some reason. Yeah, it's kind of what is that saying, or like probably a Dolly Parton song about like the. Uh, a branch that's rigid snaps. <laughs> yeah. Where you want to be a bendy branch. You want to be a bendy branch. Yeah. Oh, be, a, be bendy. Be, yeah, be bendy. Lady Journey. Lady Journey. Please like and subscribe and yes. follow and join our Patreon if you want exclusive peeps at Sarah's life as a mother now. Yeah, I might show the back of the head of the baby. Oh, never the front. <laughs> never the front. Well, you could show it one 
one feature at a time. Like today you're getting an eye. If you put it together, then good for you. I just get nervous sharing too much. But I know. Well, you don't want people to be disgusting, but our Mm -hmm. followers never would. If you've made it this far into the podcast, if you've gone through our scone wall, (laughs) you are an angel. Yes. And we, we wish you we wish you well. Yes. 